1: Co-worker of yours.
0: I'm back, baby. I'm back. It's the fan afternoon show. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz. You want to still talk about the Brewers? You're more than welcome. We'll talk about them going up until 6. If you want to hop in, you can give us a call 414 799 1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 a.m. The fan. Again, I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz. We are live. From the Lakeland University Studios, offering co-op credit for work experience, learn your way at lakeland.edu. This portion of the show is brought to you by News Nation. You want the news without the noise? News Nation is news for all America, reporting all sides. No spin and no agendas. Go to newsnationnow.com slash join us to find News Nation on your television Provider. And let me tell you quickly about a podcast that you need to check out on Odyssey. It's Odyssey's podcast, Daily Boost. It's hosted by BetQL's Lucy Burge, Nick Ashush, and Dan Karpuk. Looking for an in-depth analysis on the sports betting landscape? Then this podcast is just for you. It's summer vacation for some, but for Lucy... Nick and Dan—they're still working to find the most valuable odds boost using data analytics and the BetQL model. They dive into all of the reasons why you should consider taking advantage of it. The hosts even tell you what they are going to pick that day for their bets. Tune in to Daily Boost every day on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcasts. I do want to talk about a couple of the things that you know have gone through the last couple of days? Want to get Sam's opinion on those things? Also want to. Just look at this Brewers team in general, and how can they get over the hump? How can they go from what a little bit of what Tim was talking about—this team that continues to get into the playoffs—and they're there, but they're not winning a World Series, or they're not a front runner going into it. How can they change that? I, I do want to get into that, but first we got to bring in our guy Trav and Brown Deer. Trav, what's going on, man?
3: How's it going, guys? Uh, usually, you know, I called in and we got cut off. But, uh, you know, the Craig Council, he, he's a good manager, right?
4: Mm-hmm. If he
3: wins the World Series. I mean, right now, you know, because you know, Milwaukee's got their payroll and stuff, any, a lot of teams would take him, you know, a, 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 as a head coach, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, you don't get – I I think Milwaukee's been doing a good thing, you know. It's the market, you know. But uh, Craig, I think he wants to win it here. Even if he – you know, uh, some coaches move on, you know, get big heads or something. Craig wants to win, you know. If he wins one, he's definitely – if he wins two – But that's, uh, he just, you know, I I don't like to say because he's from here. But that's why, you know, and I seen in the paper the other day, he's on the field, you know, you don't see, you know, he's a little younger, you know, but uh, doing uh, ground balls with people.
0: Yeah, he's very with the players. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And that's big,
0: so. Trav, appreciate it, man. Love you guys. Bye. Love you too. Love you too, Trav. Yeah, and I think that is one thing with Craig Council that he does a phenomenal job with is he does create a culture in that these guys feel comfortable. They can be themselves. You know, before the postgame show started, we were talking about that. I'm not sure if it was on Madness or were we were talking about it a little bit before. But Bobby Portis brings up coming back to Milwaukee and re-signing with the Bucks. They let Bobby be Bobby. You know, you talk with Eric Name, and that's a quote from that piece in The Athletic, is they let Bobby be Bobby. And I think for a majority of the players in that clubhouse with the Brewers, they feel that Craig Council lets them be themselves. You know, Willie Adamas comes over, and he's a big personality. He's going to go about and do his thing, and Craig lets him do that. And I think that's why you've seen him have success in Milwaukee. He's been able to go out there and have the energy, play with the joy, play with a little bit of freedom that he has because Craig Council is willing to do that. And the real issue with Craig Council at times is just the decision making. I think as far as a guy, a leader of men in that clubhouse, most people will be pretty happy with what Craig Council gives you there. If you're looking at you know how he manages the clubhouse and everything, and how he does all the other things, you're pretty happy with Craig Council. It's sometimes that lineup construction, it's the use of the pitching staff, it's like the in-game stuff that at times gets a little frustrating with Craig, because you don't understand where he's at at times, and I know Tim spent quite a bit of time talking about this, so I don't want to rehash it too much, but... One thing I've talked about the last couple of days is with Craig Council, and I want to get your opinion on this, Sam, when you look at some of the moves that he makes, if you were to put him on another baseball team or you were to have another manager come in here and manage the Brewers, let's go with that. So you have Dave Roberts or Buck Showalter or whoever you want to pick, Tony La Russa. How long would it take for those guys to make the changes that Craig ultimately made? You know, for how long did we see Christian Yelich, despite beating the ball into the grounds, time after time after time after time, runners on base, bases loaded, no one on, two outs, no outs, doesn't matter. Christian Yelich is pounding the ball into the dirt to the second baseman or right up the middle to the shifted shortstop. So how long did it take Craig Council to finally make some sort of move? Now, I think a majority of managers and a lot of us as fans would have said move him down. To Craig's credit, he finally moved Craig out of the three hole, but he moved him up and he's actually been fine up there. So he at least finally did that. How many managers would show up to the ballpark every single day and still pencil in Willie Adamas in the two hole despite him having an on base percentage below 300? Now, you can talk about him hitting home runs and all those things, and he has been productive as a run producer. I'm not going to take that away. But I think for whatever reason, the th- there's a disconnect between the old school philosophy of batting average and then the new school philosophy is on base percentage and slugging percentage to the point that you're almost – the new school idea is just completely dismissing the fact that Willie Adamas has – A very poor batting average and very poor on-base percentage. But because he's slugging, you have to leave him up at the top. Now, that being said, he has been one of the more productive hitters for the Brewers, so I guess I can understand it. But how many managers would show up to American Family Field and look at the stats and say, yeah, this guy who's batting under 300, on-base percentage under 300, yeah, he's hit a lot of home runs. Let's pencil him into the two-hole tonight. Rowdy Telez, another guy they've had some patience with now that he's going through this slump, just pencil him into the three-hole. Those sort of things, I wonder if Craig isn't a little bit late on some of those things. I do want to get your thoughts on this, Sam, because do you think that Craig sometimes just waits too long? He has a little too much patience on some of these things?
5: With that particular point, I think – in a way, yes, but at the same time, it kind of goes to what I wanted to bring up is what else is he going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think it's interesting because we were talking about on the postgame show, we we're talking about what's his biggest strength and what's his biggest weakness. And like right now, obviously his biggest strength is, you know, being the former player that he is and, you know, having such a cohesive locker room, and being a good leader and all that. But like I think his biggest weakness is what his biggest strength was like years ago when he first started managing is that he did too much. Particularly, what I'm talking about is, you know, how he used Hater when he first came up and we had the Wade Miley situation, in the playoff as the opener. Mm-hmm. Like, before the three batter minimum, like Craig Council was doing way too much, and that's what made him a great manager. But unfortunately, with the new rules now, and every manager I know has to do it, but he just can't do that stuff. And I think the bigger issue, Toby, is that obviously this is just more of a player issue and what the Brewers I have. I totally agree it's, on that. I, I, I'm sorry, but like, if you guys want to point finger at Council, like, okay. I get it. Like, don't get me wrong, not having Hunter Renfro in the lineup today and then not having him just stapled in as the cl- you know, cleanup hitter behind Rowdy Telez. Yeah. The the Hunter Renfro batting order position and then uh before beginning of the season, thankfully, we're getting away from it. But the Andrew McCutcheon with the whole leadoff situation, that that bothered me a lot. But like aside from those two things, like guys, like the Brewers their highest batting average among qualified players is two fifty six. Yeah. The last time they had a three hundred hitter was 2019 when Christian Yelich won a batting title, so I think this is just look. I mean, Aaron Ashby gives up what six hits and walks three batters. He still only gives up one run, and the Brewers can't do anything aside from a Jace Peterson home run. Yeah, I, they don't have a single All Star on that offense. I don't know. No, not I don't even know. Close. Craig Council can do it. That's why I feel like it's hurting him right now because he has nothing to work with. And as Gary Ellison would say, it's about the Bros and the Joes Mm-hmm. because of those guys he's trying to do too much because he's trying to figure out, okay, what can make this team go? And that's kind of been the beauty of the like, strength of him as a manager over the years is that he used to be able to get an, an insane amount of production out of these guys that, let's be honest, are kind of nobodies outside of the Brewers organization. I mean, even look at the pitching, like Trevor Gott, who expected Trevor Gott to do what Hobie he can Milner. this year? Holby Milner this year, who yep. is now you can put in high leverage situations. So that's the beauty of – David Stearns and Craig Council and what they can do with this Brewers team is that they can get production out of guys that are kind of nobodies elsewhere around the league. But I mean, let's just be honest; they don't have an All Star. They don't have any guy who can hit for average and all that. Like I hear a lot of you guys want them to play more small ball. They just don't have those guys. They're all sluggers, and unfortunately, that's just not who they are. So I think that's the bigger issue. I mean, I mean, on top of that too, Toby. I mean, let's look at elsewhere around the league. We had another manager firing today, Charlie Montoyo from. uh, the Toronto Blue Jays got fired today. I'm sorry, but that's not answering the Blue Jays problem. They don't have a bullpen, and aside from Alec Manoa, they have no pitching outside of a shaky Jose Barrios. Yeah. We look at the Los Angeles Angels. They fired Joe Madden, who I know Brewers fans don't love Joe Madden, but the Angels are still 20 games out of first place, despite having a Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. They have no pitching, especially in their bullpen. Yeah,
0: the players ultimately decide these things.
5: Right. That, that's my point. And we had a really good caller, Todd in Watertown. He calls the postgame show often. On the postgame show, he brought up. He kind of stole my thunder. I was going to talk to Tim about it, but I'm glad Todd brought it up because other Brewers fans are thinking this way. Can you imagine what Craig Council could do if he had Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton and DJ LeMahieu in a yeah, lineup? Yeah. Imagine what Council could do if he had players like I that. I almost
0: wonder if Craig Council is at his best, though. Because, let's be honest, you and I could probably manage the Yankees right now. Oh, for sure. Craig Council's going to be at his best when he has to deal with this Brewers-type situation. I mean, he's done it every year. If you think and about I it. think maybe but, we've but, taken it for granted that maybe where the Brewers are at right now, what is it, nine games above five hundred? maybe they're only sitting right at 500 or just barely above with Craig Council, not as a manager.
5: Yeah, I think you and I agree that a lot of other managers can't do what Craig Council does with this team that he has right now, and in years past. But on top of that, to help Craig's point, and what we're trying to talk about is, like he still did a lot back in the day when he first came up as a manager, but what helped is that he had an all-star MVP Christian Yelich. What helped is that he had an all-star in Mike Moustakis, Jesus Aguilar, Yasmani Grandal on offense and guys like that, so... 414-799-1250,
0: Four one four let's get out to Rick in West Dallas. Rick, what's going on, man?
6: Hey, what's up? It's Rick. Um, I would, just wanted to say one thing that I thought of, and I agree with everything you guys have been saying so far. Something that I don't think it's talked about enough is that this is only Craig Council's second year dealing with the DH and not getting to use double switches and defensive um, substitutions and things like that, and that's where he was really at his best, Yeah. kind of manipulating those scenarios to get you know guys like a Keston Hira or a Jace Peterson get them more regular at bat because he need a pinch hitter every single game so I think that is what something that doesn't get talked about now I don't know if Jace Peterson if he gets an extra at bat every other day is going to be any better or same with Keston Hira but like you said it's bros and joes out there um, but I think that's something that we need to be considering and then you hit at the top of your show it's uh, the three batter rule, not being able to play those kind of cat and mouse games to bring a guy in for one and then out for one and then in for one, and kind of force the other team to use their pitchers and to use their bench players in a way that is to Craig Council's advantage. So a lot of these rules and changes, and I think maybe him not doing as much is him trying to trying to figure out maybe figure out the, the system with these with these new rules a little more. And so only the second year, I think. it's what is it the third year with the the batter rule,
0: yeah, I think so. Yeah, third year.
6: So I don't know. I just something to, something to consider. But at the end of the day, I think Craig Council is consider- consistently getting less and less every year to work with, and yeah. continuing to put together a above five hundred above average, you know, division leading or wild darn near division leading team. You know, every single year, and I think that falls more on Antonasio not opening up the checkbook to get a stud. We need one stud in that lineup. You need one, maybe two studs in that batting order. You saw it in 2018, 2019 with Yelich and Gustakis who were hitting out of their mind. You had two guys that play at a high level, and this team is, you know, almost World Series bound.
0: Real quick, Brick, I saw you you tweeting at me because of my picks yesterday on draft mockery. (laughs) You're telling me that Friends only has one funny moment?
7: Friends is not a funny show.
6: It's, it's fine.
0: I
5: agree with you,
6: Rick.
0: It's Brick. It's brick. Oh, oh, it's oh brick. brick. My bad. Well,
6: someone called me uh, something else the other day. And, <laughs> and Tim Shea
0: messed up my name the other day. You know,
5: sometimes, okay, look, to our to our defense, sometimes I, I these know, phones aren't right.
0: the greatest, all right? No, 100% on that. I agree. No, no, it's fine. I'm going through the car's blue. Chips. Okay, okay. Uh, real quick, though. Uh, if you don't like Friends, what show did I miss out on? What should I take in?
6: I'm not here to meta an- an- <laughs> analyze, you know, draft mockery every day. I don't have a notebook full of.
0: You you don't like want a daily segment to break down our picks? We should.
6: Um, if if I have a daily segment, then I'll do it for sure. Bricks recap. I can't invest that kind of time. Yeah, bricks picks.
0: Yeah, there it is. Bricks picks. <laughs> <laughs>
6: no, I just I just th- I just think Friends is overhyped. I think Bridge. it's just a. Gr- it's a. Try hard version of Seinfeld. It's a bunch of yes. kind of terrible people that, <laughs> that that are supposed to be funnier than they are, where Seinfeld is like they're funny because they're terrible people. Friends, it's they're terrible people, but they try to write it in a way to pretend that they're not terrible people.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm probably going to watch Friends tonight, but either way, friends, appreciate friends, it, Brick.
6: Friends, friends is wish.com Seinfeld.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll end it on that. Brick's picks tomorrow at 5.15. <laughs> All right, have a day you deserve, guys. <laughs> All right, see you. See a Brick. Oh, that's great. That's I 100 percent agree with Brick that Friends is not that funny. Friends is my favorite show. Okay. I watch it way too often. It's my favorite show. You
5: guys missed uh, I saw in Draft mockery. you guys missed Breaking Bad yesterday.
0: Yeah, I see I'm not I don't watch a whole lot of TV shows. So Come on. I
5: quick Google search. Best yeah. TV shows I, oh, in the last I,
0: decade. I Googled stuff, but I don't know. Right. I, I gotta be happy with my team. Anyways, back to the brewers. All right, four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's bring in our brewer's expert, the brewer's future optometrist, Ron in Rome. Ron, what's going on, man?
8: Yeah, hi. Hey, I think Sam and you are definitely a winning combination. They should just leave the afternoon show alone. <laughs> I miss you during Bart's show, but him and Tim are doing pretty good. Yeah, Tim's great. Tim's great.
5: Yeah, the raging Canadian.
8: <laughs> My question about Craig is you know, I like him. He seems like a nice guy. And he, when we, you know, didn't have the DH, he did a lot of good moving players around and double switches and all that. But part of you, we haven't developed any young players. And I know yeah. you were talking about Tim about blaming that on the the farm system, and maybe that's true. But we've had guys that were highly touted, like Castanera and Corey Ray. And in Trent Grisham, and then a number of shortstops that, when they leave here, they seem to do better on the other teams. So isn't part of Craig's job to develop young talent?
0: It is, but it's also on the farm system and drafting. Like Craig Council can only do so much once they get to the majors.
8: So are you saying that all these guys that were ranked highly and then came here and failed—that that was just,
0: I, just I they do were never th-
8: good in the first place?
0: I do think that is interesting that certain guys will come over to the Brewers. And then suddenly their batting average drops. Suddenly, right. maybe they hit some and more then, home runs, but their batting average plummeted like 50 points to the point that we're all talking about them like, again. Like, what John, the heck?
8: Gene Segura leaves leave, and he's an all star. I, I,
0: I mean, do think there is a little bit of a maybe a little bit of a flaw in the organizational philosophy, just a, a tiny one that has resulted in what you see this year in the Brewers offense, where nobody, it seems, is batting above 240 even. But generally, I think it's going to work out, and hopefully, going forward with some of these guys that are coming up through the minors, they can get things I mean, figured like, out. Who picks the
8: hitting coach? Does Craig get to pick them, or does David Stearns pick them? I mean, we have a problem with hitting, and then we get some guy who's like a young guy with seven years yeah. experience. I, I mean, you know, could you get somebody who you know has been around and was well known?
0: Well, I think what we need is we need you to go in there and give all of them an eye exam and try and figure out what's going on. Well, I still
8: haven't heard an answer from anybody. I mean, everybody talks about it, but I, I still don't. I would love to hear, do the brewers give a routine eye exam and that by an optometrist, not an ophthalmologist? Opto- ophthalmologists are better at diseases and treating injuries and things like that, but they don't get into the finer details of small prescriptions that can help a hitter.
0: Yeah, well, maybe that's the problem. Maybe they can't see the baseball. <laughs> Oh, maybe that was JVJ's problem, but the problem is, ever since we said that, JBJ's batting average has gone back down. So I don't know if that's uh, really the maybe
8: case. Maybe he didn't have a good optometrist. He's still <laughs> willing to be their team optometrist.
0: All right, Ron, Bye. appreciate Bye. it, man. Goodbye. 414-799-1250. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. The best caller on the fan, or uh, I don't know easy. if he is or not, but...
1: Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
2: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test, intelligence data, fixed median download speeds, USQ3 2023.
0: 1250 AM, the fan. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz. It is the Fan Afternoon Show. I want to remind you that charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. So make sure you schedule an appointment when you are eligible. 414-799-1250. I teased him going into the break. Let's talk to Notebook Mike. Mike, what's going on, man?
4: I wanted to talk with Trav. I'm all sad.
5: I am too, but you didn't call in at the same time that Trav was, so...
4: I, I tried to.
0: Okay, well, the... But I
4: was, like, a second too late. Yeah, the,
0: were, were you both on today with Bart?
4: I was. He wasn't.
5: All right, well, oh, the what? thoughts. The thought is that what counts, you know?
4: Well, he, he said he was going to call at 6.05 every day. And I guess he hit his alarm snooze button.
5: Yeah, and you promised us a new rap, like, four months ago. <laughs>
4: Did you ever have one of them nights out and you get up and you, your car ain't there?
5: It doesn't. That doesn't answer the question about what happened to your rap from like four months ago. Yeah, you we promised. wanted
0: that. We were looking forward to that.
4: <sighs> I'm trying to figure out the backing song. I'm either under the bridge or uh, Culture Club.
5: Can you do a scrub a dub? Yeah, we that's need a scrub a dub too.
4: Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> you
4: know, a nice popcorn. That's right down the block for me.
0: Yeah, maybe you could make us a so we could do every other day, you can make us a draft mockery theme song.
4: A mo- uh a montage of Scove and Night's Popcorn in the same rap.
0: Yeah, I mean what, whatever you want.
4: And, the, and then the golf theme. Ah, hey, I got good.
0: a su- I, I got a surprise for you there, Mike. It is Trav from Brown Deer. Trav, what's up? How you doing,
3: uh, uh Mike the Don't notebook. <laughs>
0: How are you all doing? Do I do I need to introduce you guys or what's going on here? Mike, Mike, yeah. Mike, what's up, man?
4: What's up, no?
0: What 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 you got to say?
4: What are you I love right you, right? What what you got to say? Hey, what was the mock draft today?
0: Oh my God, Mike, say it, it back. <laughs> we we did sweetest swings in baseball history.
4: Oh. Okay, because I, I heard you talking
0: about sitcoms. Mike, what did you want to talk about with Trav? Trav called in. He was so kind to take some more time out of his day to call back in. What do you want yeah, to talk to Trav about? Here
5: we go. Chop, chop,
3: guys. Oh, I
4: forgot. Okay. Ugh. Hey,
0: hey. I hey, don't hey, have
3: hey.
4: Uh, today.
0: Markley, uh, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. One of you needs to go. One of you. I don't care which one. One of you needs to say something. <laughs>
4: Well, I, I kind of ripped on uh, Bart this morning because callers call in and they say, "Hey, we should get together at the third base,
0: fourth base,
4: third base, fourth I base." Can't steal a home and call it a base.
0: Well, so, the name of the restaurant is Fourth Base.
4: Yeah, but yeah. there's only three bases in home plate.
5: That's the point. Is that that's the that's extra base you that about. you
4: go to? They play at the plate, you know, not play at the base. So anyway, I said, these callers call up and they want to meet you at the third base for, you know, some food and some cocktails. Sure. Oh, I'm busy. Well,
0: I mean, we we have lives outside of radio. Hey, 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 Mike, 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 you're you're definitely not using your notepad. No. (laughs) He said you're not using your notebook.
4: No, not. It ain't been out for about a week.
0: Hey, I tell you what, guys. I'd love to do this for a whole uh, yeah, hour, I'll but we got some guys. Hey, we got you some a guys on hold.
4: But real no, real quick, because uh, I gotta go. All right. Um uh, I know. Gotta you me gotta me go, so go up
0: get up a, a through, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when. I don't know when. Trav, appreciate but, it. Mike, appreciate it. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys. Too. Love you guys. <laughs> Well, that was uh, that was something there, Sam. That was something. Let's get.
5: <laughs> you know, it's funny, real quick. Um, yeah. So when I was on vacation, my sister she listens occasionally. I have two sisters. One of them. Okay. She was telling me when we were at dinner. She's like, "What? Ha- who are those two guys? And wh- why? Why do you do them? Like, why not? People love it. Yeah, so. why not? It's great. It's great.
0: Dave is on the north side. Dave, what's going on? Not everybody loves it. Okay, <laughs> I realize that, but I love it. So it entertains, have to deal with it. it entertains us. It entertains us.
7: You know, I've been making this this point for almost four years now, and I, I am slowly seeing uh, the people open their eyes to some of uh, Craig Council's weaknesses. But the one that I really like pointing out, and nobody seems to get, is if you look at Craig's counts, that, excluding last year, and I and I that was an anomaly, and I can explain it. Craig Council has had a losing record from April to August every year that he has been manager of the Brewers. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, September would come around. He'd be able to play his little games because he had so many pitchers that he could do what he's doing. And now that doesn't quite work as well because they changed the rules on him the difference between last year and all those other things is everybody gave credit to the fact that it was Willie Adamas. So it really wasn't him. Plus he had three Cy Young award winners. Uh, And again, Rami last year had a segment that said when he asked, how can the Brewers screw this up? And I called up and I said, on July 7th, I said, it's going to be Craig council. And sure enough, what did he do last two weeks of the season? He took his foot off the pedal. He, he always finds a way. and I have no faith that this guy this guy is can get us to the playoffs, but people keep insisting that he is going to get us to the World Series and I'm not buying. I'm just not buying it. I just don't think that his his instincts are as good as they should be. He, we played Washington and he started a, mm-hmm. an outfielder. Who had dropped 80 points in the last six weeks on his batting average, playing against the lefty, and he's got another lefty on the bench who hits lefties at a 300 clip, and he plays a guy hitting 220. I, I just don't get it. So you know, you, he had he had three almost Cy Young Award winners. He had the Cy Young Award winner, winner, and, and we couldn't get past Atlanta. It just something always happens. So, and and I think that maybe if this this you're talking about if players are comfortable maybe they're too comfortable. Yeah. Maybe it's time we shake things up. And I think again I've been asking this for four years, but I still think sooner or later they're going to have to look at somebody other than the hitting coach or the pitching coach or this person or that person. And say wait a minute.
5: The yeah. The buck
7: stops at the top.
5: Yeah. So Dave, you want to you know get rid of Craig Council essentially, right? Who are you bringing in?
7: Well, that's, that's not the point. The point is somebody, anybody. Find okay. somebody else.
5: Well, how's that going for the Blue Jays, Angels, and Phillies this year so far?
7: Well, I don't know. We're better than them.
5: No, I don't think so. Yeah, I do. All right. So,
7: you know, even even last year when we had, just before we got dominance, what were we doing? We had three superior pitchers and we had a losing record.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it ultimately comes down to the players, though, Dave. I I do think that Craig does his best with what he's given, and a lot of times he's not given as much as some of these other guys. I mean, if Craig had these teams like the Angels or if he had a team like the Blue Jays, I think he'd be able to do a little bit more. I do understand the frustration that you have with him, but at the same point, he can put guys in the lineup— You can get a little frustrated with his lineups, but ultimately, once the guys are in the lineup and they're set, they've got to produce. And if you look right now, you could go out there and create whatever lineup you want. Chances are it's not going to produce either because the players, just whoever it is, is not producing.
7: Okay, so we're going to make excuses for this guy for seven years. That's what you're telling me.
0: I'm not making excuses. I'm just talking well, that's facts.
7: Exactly what you're doing. Because it's always
0: something. Here's the thing, it's Dave. You something. you just real real quick, Dave. You said that he has a losing record from April to August. Okay, that's fine. Yep. And you talk about the expanded rosters in September. All right, right, so let's focus on these last two seasons. Not all the credit needs to go to Willie Adamas since they turned it around. Yes, Willie helped revitalize the clubhouse. Okay, so take out last year. They have a winning record from April to August this year, don't they? Right now, it's not the end of August yet. I I, I would make a bet with you that by the end of August, the Brewers are not going to have a losing record this season.
7: I will make a bet with you that they won't be more than 10 games over 500 either.
0: Well, I don't know that I'm going to take I, that bet. but <laughs> I don't think they're okay. going to be under 500. I mean, but... again, he,
7: he's basically, to be, to be kind, a 500 manager. Even when he's got the, the goods.
0: D- okay, real quick, Dave. Real quick, Dave. Is this a 500 baseball team? No, don't take out the manager. Whatever. Is this a 500 baseball team?
7: Well, considering what we're talking about with our pitching, everybody's saying how great our pitching is. I'm, what I you've seen, seen this it's...
0: year, Dave, not talking on paper, not talking what we said preseason, right now, what you've watched up until, what day is today? July 13th. Is it a 500 baseball team? Yes. Okay. They're nine games above 500, so they've done a little bit better than that. I I do get your point. I get your frustration, Dave. I'm going to have to let you go. I appreciate the phone call, man. It's always good conversation with you. All right. But we disagree.
5: (laughs) Agree to disagree.
0: All right. Let's take a quick break when we come back. Steve, hold right there. We'll get to you on the other side. It's the Fan Afternoon Show, and just want to remind you that right now – You should consider getting a booster shot. Charging a cell phone can be a lot like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you are eligible. More of the Fan Afternoon Show with Toby and Sam comes up next. It is the Fan Afternoon Show on 1250 AM. The Fan, I'm Toby Altizer. That is Sam Schmitz. We are live from the Lakeland University studios today offering co-op credit for work experience, learn your way at Lakeland.edu. This portion of the show is brought to you by News Nation. You do, do you want the news without the noise? News Nation is news for all of America, reporting all sides. No spin, no agendas. Go to NewsNationNow.com slash join us to find NewsNation on your television provider. Wrapping up a Wednesday edition of the Fan Afternoon Show talking about the Milwaukee Brewers and had some passionate callers over the last couple hours on the post game show here in this hour talking about the Milwaukee Brewers. You want to hop in before the end of the show? You can give us a call, 414 799 1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 a.m. The fan. Definitely an interesting opinion there, Sam, talking about Craig Council. And he's pretty staunch that he doesn't want him here and he wants someone else. And you know what? I can understand that. I've kind of grown. On Craig, or he's kind of grown on me because when I first started here, which was not that long ago, honestly, it was like May of last year, I was not a Craig Council guy. I was not, I I couldn't stand some of the moves that he made. And maybe some of it has changed because of just the rules and his inability to make some of those moves. But I like Craig Council, I, I think he gets the most that he can out of these guys. Sometimes he makes the wrong decision, but what manager doesn't?
5: I just think it's interesting that when you talk about if you, okay, like if you do want Craig Council gone, it's your opinion. It is what it is. Everybody wants a scapegoat that they can point a finger at. But I just look at literally all these teams that fired their managers this season. Now we got Charlie Montoyo from the Toronto Blue Jays, Joe Madden from the Angels, and then the Philadelphia Phillies firing Joe Madden this year. I'm sorry, but like this season, it's not helping any of them. I know the Phillies, they'd lost Bryce Harper for essentially the entire season, but I'm sorry. Like, I think. On offensive, offensively, we can take the pitching out of it because the Brewers clearly have the better pitching when healthy. But the Phillies, without Bryce Harper, they still have Kyle Schwarber, Reese Hoskins, and JT Real Muto. Nick
0: Castellanos. Even Nick though Castellanos. A little bit
5: The Blue Jays still have George Springer, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette. I mean, the Los Angeles Angels, even though they're probably the worst out of the bunch, they still have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. I mean, those guys are all-stars. Guys who are proven hitters. And I'm sorry, this Brewers team – you're relying on Andrew McCutcheon is essentially what you wanted Christian Yelch to be this year. A guy who batting average isn't great, but okay, at least he's hitting for power. You don't have a single all-star in this lineup. I mean, we can point and look. If 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 the Brewers offense scores more than two, three runs, you probably don't have to pitch Hater on back-to-back days. And then we're talking about probably about a Brewers win. It wasn't a great outing from Aaron Ashby today. Four and a third, six hits, one run, three walks, and five strikeouts. But all you could get was a Jace Peterson home run. I mean, eventually we can talk about wanting to get rid of the manager, but I think we first got to look at the players first who are on the field putting in the work and not putting up enough runs on a day-to-day basis. The question is, are the Brewers good? We know they're good, and they're probably going to have a chance to win their division and get in the playoffs again. It's just, are they good enough? And compared to the rest of the league, when you just stack up the rosters on offense, I'm sorry, it's just right now on paper, it's just not good enough unless you bring somebody or multiple players into the at the trade deadline. Yeah. So you can talk about council all you want, and yeah, no manager is perfect. You can definitely talk about the Freddie Peralta situation from last year in the playoffs and letting their foot off the gas pedal, but that was council's first time having that big of a lead in the NL Central, not having to fight and scratch and claw for wins in September. So I guarantee if that happens again this year might not because it's probably going to be down to the wire race again for the NL Central. But I guarantee you Craig Council is probably going to be more aggressive and not caring about resting players. So I just think it's interesting at the end of the day too, like when we talk about the Freddie Peralta situation last year in the playoffs, well, offense still has to score more than at least a run. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, and this goes back to kind of what we talked about, I think it was Monday, and asking you what do you honestly want out of the Brewers? Do you want an organization that's successful? Well, you've gotten that. Do you want an organization that is consistently good? Well, you've gotten that. Do you want an organization that is winning a World Series? You haven't gotten that yet. And you want to be able to get to the top. And so then kind of piggybacking off what Sam was saying, who deserves the blame on this Brewers team? Is it the players? Is it the manager? Is it the front office? Is it ownership? Each one is obviously going to have some blame attached to it. But I think ultimately it comes down to the players playing better. You know, as much as we make fun of Mike or say, we just got to play better, better, you got to play better. The Brewers need to play better.
6: Yeah,
5: and my last thing is when we talk about the salary that the Brewers are giving every year, this is kind of their philosophy. And thankfully, in the last couple of years, they've been able to hit on a lot of these players more than miss. Unfortunately, this year, they've just kind of missed on most of these guys. But still, at the end of the day, they brought these guys in here for a reason. Unfortunately, yeah. most of them haven't, lived, haven't been up to par.
0: Four one four 1250 let's get out to one final phone call this afternoon. Steve is in Germantown. Steve, what's going on, man? Hey, Toby, how you doing? Good, how you doing, Steve?
9: Pretty good, pretty good. Um, this whole thing with the Brewers, it's, it's, it's just frustrating. It's very difficult to see them down in a situation, where, okay, I think of the irony of the like, last decade, right? We had you know broad fielder, and we were always searching for that like that stud pitcher. I remember when I was like, you know, 2021, 20, it was always, hey, we got to find that one ace, right? Well, now we got three of them, and no one can hit the ball. Yeah, it's, it's just such a crazy situation how this happens. But it also is a testament to the difficulty that this sport shows. you got to have everything going for you if you want to win that World Series. And you guys both know that. Let's go back to the Braves last year. We can go back to the Nationals, I believe, two years ago, right? I mm-hmm. mean, they struck lighting, lighting in a bottle at the right time. It's hard yeah. to, to look at these birds because you say they're, they're still nine games up, right? They're still nine games, about 500. I think... As a Brewers fan, you should probably want to take that all day for where we're at in the season. Because I know I was telling Sam before I was calling, it's like, I don't think that they can rattle off five to six, seven, eight wins in a row. But if they can sputter together two to three, lose one or two, maybe sputter together two to three more, four, lose one. If they can kind of go along that trend, things go in a positive direction. I'm not asking for guys to hit 290, I'm asking for dudes to hit 250, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I just want some consistency out of these guys.
9: Exactly. That's all. That's all. I mean, that would make a huge difference because, again, Toby, as we're talking about, we have at least three studs. We do you have three studs. And that should get you to a point where you're advancing further than uh, just a, a first-round playoff exit, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, I, I will say this, though. How long does that window stay open for, a world, for World Series possibilities? I
0: think, think it's only open for the next couple years. Right? The best yeah. Exactly. The best chance this
9: team had was 2018. Yeah. There really was. And ever since then, it's honestly, think about this. Ever since that point, they really haven't done jack squat the playoffs, have they? How many playoff games have they won since that uh, uh, game seven loss at uh, Miller Park? Seriously. Uh, I think it's maybe
0: They won one three. last year. What did they win? 2020, did they win one? They got swept into uh, what's it called, the pandemic season. So then what did they do in 19? I don't, I don't know. recall <laughs> that.
9: That's my point. It's like there's no more than four wins there. So and it just yeah. shows you how difficult it really can be. You got to have all the pieces going at one time. It just sucks because you legitimately have these guys, these, these, the pitchers Woodruff, Burns, Peralta, on these friendly deals, on these controllable mm-hmm. friendly. It's like it just makes you want to rip your hair out if you got any hair, right? But it's like,
0: yeah, absolutely,
9: man, Toby. It, it, it's it's tough to see. It really is. But hey, I'll still be happy because nine games up for how bad it's been. That that tell that tells you something too. That has to be something there because it's a spark thing. If you can get a, you know, a Rowdy to get 250, if you can get
3: a uh, guy
9: like to maybe bump up to 245, 250, these go, this goes a long way. If Adamus can seriously just do anything other than hit a solo home run every week, once a week, right? It's like just do something else on what you're doing. Yeah. Provide a little bit more. This team could beat
0: 15, 18 games up. It really can't happen. Mm-hmm. Steve, appreciate it, man. You take care. Yeah, and real quick, just to kind of go off of all these different things, you know, you can blame the players, you can blame the ownership, say, oh, the ownership should pay for more dudes. Well, guess what? They ponied up for a guy, Christian Yelich, and it didn't work out. That could be the same thing if you brought in someone else. That could be a pitcher. We talk about the Blue Jays. How much are they paying Hinjin Ryu this year? Is he doing anything? That's You haven't heard of him at all? Yeah, that's right, because he's been awful since he signed that contract. That could happen to the Brewers, and that's something that David Stearns has done pretty much a good job of avoiding. He's put together guys that could possibly work together and build a lineup that could be good. Has it been good? No. Could it be good? Maybe. Could it get everything going at the same time? Maybe. And that's what they built, was a lottery ticket to hopefully get hit at the exact right time that when the pitching hits, when the hitting hits, Everything works together in October, and you go on a World Series run. You know what? I brought up this example the other day. David Freeze Was David Freeze, a uh, huge signing for the Cardinals? No, he got going at the right time and was part of the reason that they were able to get the job done. That's the kind of stuff that the Brewers are going to need out of this lineup, and I think they've got plenty of guys capable of it. The question is, can any of them do it? So I think we can argue with counsel. we can argue with Stearns, we can argue with Adonacio, it ultimately comes down to players showing up to the ballpark and doing their job. Instead of hitting your 230, hit what you've hit your career, 260. Instead of showing up and striking out every time, put the ball in play. And you know what? On the pitchers too, stop pitching to a career your career ERA is 3-3. Why are you pitching to a 4-1? You need to be better than that. Play like you're supposed to play and this Brewers team will be right back on track. All right, that'll wrap it up for today's Fan Afternoon Show. It's been fun hanging out with you guys, even though Tim Allen kind of took most of my time. (laughs) It's been fun. We'll talk some more Brewers baseball, talk some NBA basketball tomorrow with Seth Part now coming up at 3.15. All that coming up on the Fan Afternoon Show tomorrow at 3. Till next time, we'll see you later.
2: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix,